Welcome in. Hello? Oh, we gotta turn on my We're a little bit my... late, but welcome to another episode of Good, Bad, More, your weekly sports coverage. Whew. Boy, was that traffic. Yeah, there's a lot going on uh, in the world and in the drive. The Henley parking structure, especially. I got trapped between an idling vehicle and a line of traffic. So. And worst part of it all, the idling vehicle wasn't even a hybrid. It was just dumping emissions <laughs> into the air. Wow. Spewing. Wow. Absolutely. Finn, what's been going on with you? Oh, you know, um, been real busy, uh, but I always find the time to keep up with sports so you don't have to. Absolutely. And this past week, We've had it's a fun week in the NBA because we have the All Star break. Yes, let's go into that a little bit. Um, All Star weekend, we had a lot of different events. There was the dunk contest. That was probably the biggest, the biggest headliner out of there. McClung, Matt McClung, white man can jump. White man can jump. Believe it or not, the news is in. The results are in, and this white man can <laughs> jump. Um, <laughs> the votes are in. It's official. Vo- he can votes- jump. The votes were in. They yeah. he got a perfect score in two rounds, maybe all of them. He might have gotten a complete I think it, perfect score. I have no clue how the dunk contest works, but I, I think I saw three separate dunks from him. Wait, no, yeah, maybe two separate dunks. He did. He dunked three times. Okay, because there's three rounds. I'm pretty sure, and you get there's like five judges, I believe, and they each give you a score out of fifty. And right. like he got fifth, like perfect scores, like at least two times. Right. Yeah. Mr. Mr. McClung, maybe Mr. you get McClung. three attempts and you're scored out of, and you have your two best. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe something like that. Yeah. That would so make sense. might have gotten a perfect score. So he um, probably got two 25s. Yeah. One from a 360 Tomahawk. He, so he, he had one where he jumped over two people, that grabbed it cool. from them, tapped it on the back of the backboard and then dunked it in um that was really crazy then he did like a 540 degree twist into a dunk he did a spin and then i forget what the other one was put him in the blender i don't know um but those were the two those were the two highlight dunks yeah fun fact of the week uh mr mcclung in his years in the nba has only made a hundred thousand dollars and then for winning the dunk contest, he won a hundred thousand dollars. Wow! So he he made his entire career earnings in one night. Mr. McClung probably a point guard for the seventy uh, sixers, right? But yeah. not he wasn't actually on the Sixers. He's on the G League affiliate team. Oh, um, but they brought him up. They brought him up. They put, they him, put him in the jersey. They put him in the jersey and just yeah. let him do his thing. Yeah, and it paid off. You know, good publicity. Yeah, well, to be fair, John Morant wasn't in the dunk contest, so I don't know if anybody can really say for sure. If dunk contest won. is interesting because, like, the people who you'd think are the best dunkers are usually not in it. But I think part of that is just they don't want to get hurt. I Is that what it is? I feel like maybe. Um, I don't know, but... Maybe this will convince some more uh, high-profile dunk. dunkers. Yeah, a lot of publicity, but I mean, like, I guess it's just because no one's ever heard of Matt McClung. I mean, like, I there are people that on the internet were just like, oh, I've been following this guy since he was on Huddle or whatever the basketball equivalent is. And it's like, I think that people were not expecting him to do so well, and then he did so well, and everyone's like, yay! But it's like if, if like, I don't know, LeBron James does that, it's just like, oh, it's LeBron James. Yeah, well, so it's like a... Um, he had like a high school highlight tape, I think that was really good. Yeah, and I think that's a college one. That's what that was the one that I was thinking of. Just kind of like, yeah. is it Huddle? Do they still use Huddle for basketball? I don't know. Dude. You know what I'm talking about, right? Like Huddle? No, Huddle's like the big bat, like the big football 
you put your highlight tape up. Like Derrick Henry's huddle is I, insane. I don't know. I don't know about basketball. I feel like I bet Ollie would know that. Different like sports outlets just like make highlight tapes for you. Yeah. Um. I don't think in basketball there's like people are so hungry for like young players that like. I feel like some of most of them, most of the really high profile guys, don't even make their own highlight tapes. That's like, true. Like Shamar. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, for those who don't know the reference, we were watching. Uh, if you've seen Shamar's uh, highlight, highlight tape, tape from high school, he used to be like a a really good uh, like basketball. F- well, prospect. I think I think think really good. It's kind of understating. Like I think he was a phenom. He was right? a phenom. Um, and then you know he got into trouble with like grades and like schoolwork and I everything I, I think he just fell off honestly. he fell off but like he basically like uh he was homeless and he there's a show last chance you great show by great the way. show we finished it the basketball night? edition we watched the second I was, season i was so sad to, to finish it i almost didn't want to there's a the first season in. we'll watch the first season uh this coming week is it any good have you seen it that's the one with the quote where it's like <laughs> you're african-americans and and Mark. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Um, it's got that quote. So <laughs> we'll, we'll watch that one uh, next. But, yeah, he's in the second season. and yeah. uh, It's worth a watch. It is, it's a really well, good show. Can you, really explain well the, can you explain the premise to our It's basically our like here? it's a uh, community college in East L.A. is what it's called. East E-Lac. L.A. E-Lac. The Huskies. East, East L.A. Community College. And... There's a it's basically a basketball program uh that like prides itself in like taking people who are like down on their luck yeah. and like recruiting them and then like building them back up and right. then getting them recruited to like bigger schools. Mm-hmm. Um and so that's kind of the show is like these players who like for whatever we're, reason were once great. They have like the potential to be great or they have um, a lot of drive. They have a lot of, like, there's a bunch of things, right? Like, there's some players who have a lot of drive who really want to get there. There's some who, like, fell off for whatever reason yeah. um, and are trying to make their way back. Some people just didn't work out. Some people didn't work out, and they just want a second chance. And right. um, So that's what the show's about is just them playing for this uh, community college and trying to, like, work out the problems as a team and, like, improve. Yeah. And then the show ends, like, learning like what happened to them yeah it was pretty cool it's very satisfying it was very satisfying um yeah and very well done yeah but that's that's enough of that show i think yeah that's a little bit of a tangent let's keep it on the (laughs) let's keep it on the um the all-star week just still fresh on the brain i'm i'm gonna miss coach mosley well we can keep watching him because he's in the first season too yeah okay good but um Another big thing from the All-Star break is Jason Tatum broke the all-time points record. Or the, not the all-time, but the, <laughs> LeBron James broke the all-time points <laughs> record. Jason Tatum broke the record for points in the All-Star game. So 55? He scored 55 points that in the All-Star really, game. That was the record? Yeah, it doesn't sound very high for the All-Star game. No. But when you think about it, there's like a bunch of players who probably get most of the volume yeah. on their teams. So for you to be the player who gets the volume in the All Star game, like you out gotta be really the, good. Out of all the volume players, out of all the players who get the volume, like yeah, you, got, you getting the volume means you're really good. Um, so what did like poor Luka Doncic just get like two or something? Yeah, Luka Doncic didn't really. I feel like a lot of them didn't really like 
put in 100%. No, obviously not. Jason Tatum kind of looked like he was going off out there. Like he really cared he about loved, it. He loved. He loves trying. He does. He's a I mean, I think that's who he is. He's a trier. He's a try Not a try hard. Hard. I don't know cuz that implies that it's like a bad thing like No, no, no. What are you talking about? A try hard isn't I'm wearing a Celtics shirt. Yeah. Uh it's from the Celtics fan. Yeah. This year, actually. Yeah, I'm a new Celtics fan. Yeah. Uh cuz my girlfriend uh, is a Celtics fan and she got me this shirt. So, I'm wearing it in solidarity. They just won a game today. A thriller in overtime. Yeah. Let's go into some of the games today. There's some still going on. We can do live commentary maybe uh, (laughs) later in the episode. Well, we only have ESPN like game cast up. We're like, I think I think Jason Tatum has the ball. I think. Uh, Well, Jason Tatum had 31 today. Yeah. Um, but it was a good game against the Pacers. It took it. They took it to the low 140s each team. Um, so it was a very interesting back and forth watch. Let's see here. I know the Warriors, up the, games. the Warriors lost to the Lakers. Did they so, lose? Oh, yeah. They got flounced because wow. LeBron, ja- LeBron James went four for 19 on three points, and they still won by, like, 20 points. Yeah, so Lakers won 124 to 111. Um, it's because the Warriors suck. Hey, they're at 500. They're, they're below 500 now. They are? Or yeah. they're, what, 25? And they're two games behind, two games ahead of the Lakers, who are hot on their tail now. Yeah, Lakers are approaching 500. Um, I'd like to see the Lakers in the playoffs. I think they will make the playoffs this year. You I don't think, think so? they'll be a high seed, but I do think they'll no, make no. the playoffs. I think they could be like a sneaky, they could be like ELAC. They could be a sneaky dark horse team. ELAC, yeah, I mean, I don't know this... I mean, any <laughs> anytime you got LeBron and AD, you got a chance. Yeah. <laughs> and the team around them is better than it was before. Yeah, I know. It's not just like a bunch of guys With and Mo LeBron Bamba. and AD. They had Mo Bamba out there. They've got Mo Bamba. They've got D'Angelo Russell. That's a really big one. Oh, yeah. They've got Forgot about him. some really underrated players, too. Like Jared Vander- Vanderbilt's one of my favorite players in the NBA. Mm. He's just like a hustler, basically. Mm-hmm. Like he just puts in 110% all the time. And that's great if you're LeBron because you probably – want to like stay healthy and if you've got a guy that's willing to put in that 110 percent while you're so you don't have to be the one doing Mm -hmm. it all the time that's great you know for the for the long-term sustained success of this team throughout the season yeah Um, quick side note when does brownie jr graduate is he is he a junior right now is he a senior in high school i think he's going to his first year in uh college next year no way yeah oh so in two years then he'll be eligible yeah and, and he'll play with LeBron James. Probably, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so Lakers are a very interesting team rest of the year. Um, ex- more exciting to watch now. Oh, yeah, have, 100%. You know, Malik Beasley, Rui Achimura, um, Jared Vanderbilt, one of my favorite players. Um, Who's the German guy? What's his toes? The German Oh, uh, uh, he has a blonde streak in his hair. I yeah, I know, I know who you're talking about. He's really good. We don't have – we don't have uh, – What's it called? League pass. We don't have league Dennis pass. Dennis Schroeder. Dennis Schroeder. Yeah. yeah, he. I like him on the Lakers. We don't He's have league good. pass, and so all we get are the the Clippers, the Warriors, and the Lakers. We don't even and get the, the nationally televised games. and the nationally televised game. So like this whole season, I've this is like my first season watching basketball seriously. This whole season, I've just been playing either it's the Lakers or the Warriors, and I mean. The or Warriors, Clippers. the or Clippers. I mean, yeah, they're all teams that are like interesting. Like none of them suck. No, 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 and they all got dudes. You know, you they got, all got dudes now. Yeah, Clay and Steph on the Warriors, and then you got yeah Wiggins. Pete. Don't forget about Wiggins and Poole. 
I can forget about Jordan Poole, honestly. Yeah. Oh, well, Mr. Gary well, Payton. Let's first. go into that a bit later after this because I got into an argument <laughs> over text with my roommate. Put a little tab in that. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but, yeah, let's go over some of the games today. So we went over the Lakers. Uh, the Mavericks beat the Spurs. No surprise there. The how Spurs many, suck ass. How much did uh, Kyrie score? Kyrie scored less than Luka, and Luka scored 28. Yikes. So they didn't score a ton, but they did, probably didn't really need to. Mm-hmm. They probably didn't even play 30 minutes because it's the Spurs. Uh, the Jazz beat the Thunder, which is actually a bigger game than it sounds because both of those teams are fighting for the same playoff spot. Right. Um, Crazy that the Thunder are in the contention for Right. I mean, the, the West is but... wide open right now, Youngest. especially the bottom of the playoffs. And it was a crazy game. Shea dropped 39. Um, He's so good. And Lowry one-upped him, dropped 43. No way. 43. They both took a ton of shots. Shea yeah. took 26. Lowry took 28. Lowry, my apologies. Um, Kyle, is it Kyle Lowry? Not Kyle. It's not. It's Kyle Lowry, but Lowry Markinen n- is a different player. Oh, okay. Lowry. And they're spelled differently, too. Oh, okay. So, yeah, Lowry, uh, a good story this year. Uh, he uh, has had a bit of a resurgence. He might be comeback player of the year, probably. Uh, most improved. Where did he play before? He was on the Cavs uh-huh. last year, and then he was drafted by the Bulls. Oh he, yeah, yeah. That's he never really he never really worked out for those two teams. Yeah. Like on the Cavs, he was okay, but only now that he's in Utah is he like really blossomed into a star. Oh, see, and he I made see. the All Star game. So oh. it's, just, it's a really good story. He's like just a guy you can kind of get so behind. Like Andrew Wiseman type, maybe. Uh, do you, I don't think that's even his name. <laughs> What's his name? Uh, isn't his name Andrew? Andrew no. Wiseman? No. Dude, no. Am I just making that up? You are making that no, no. up. No, what's his what's his first name? <laughs> Fuck you. Now I'm. Now I'm pretty I'm sure it's Andrew Wiseman. It's not Andrew. It's definitely Andrew. It's not <laughs> Andrew. It's James. James. Sorry, other white guy name. My bad. <laughs> He's not even white. Um. Yeah. James, James is just a name. <laughs> <laughs> James is just like a regular name. Like you got Ja. Um, LeBron. I feel like names are a big. LeBron part of James. LeBron James. Um, LeBron James, <laughs> but yeah, LeBron James. So Weisman. another game, underrated game here. The Pelicans lost to the Raptors. Um, Raptors are trying to win this year after their bid to get Jake Jakob Pertle um, from the Spurs. Oh. When the Spurs sold house. Jakob Pertle was probably their best player, or one of the best players, um, and he went to the to the Raptors. Mm. Um, so they're trying to win. I don't know how well that'll go for them. <laughs> What's their um, record right now? They are 29-31. Oh, so they're kind of in it. Yeah, um, they could. They could. They I don't know well. if they'd win a playoff series, though. But drops the Pelicans to 30-30. and 30. Um, It's cr- a fall from grace compared to where they were at the start of the season. Yeah. They were at the top of the standings. Um, Nuggets put up a win against the Cavaliers. Of course. Um, not that the Cavaliers aren't good, but the, the Nuggets, Nuggets are, are really insane. Who is the other guy? In Denver, other than Jokic, like There's, who is who uh, are putting up all these points? Jamal Murray would be the guy, but Michael Porter Jr. is another guy, and he's the one who led the team in scoring this mm-hmm. game. He put up 25. Jokic had 24. Nice. It was just an all-round game. Lots of scoring from everyone. We got 17 from Contavious Caldwell Pope. That's a good name. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jamal Murray had 16, and Jeff Green had 11. Um, and Bruce Brown, my favorite. One of my other favorite players had two points. No, oh. um, <laughs> Bruce Brown. But he brought that energy, and that's what we love about Bruce Brown. <laughs> he's the uh, he's the tie turner. They call him. That's 
he, he's just an exciting player to watch. Yeah. He's like he's like Vanderbilt, um, with more of a jump shot. Uh, so yeah, those are some of the games we had. Uh, my phone just locked me out of ESPN <laughs> um, because I have a timer set on how long I can use yeah. certain apps. Finn's been really progressive with the uh, the screen time. Yeah, so. Um, Denver, just a really, really good team. And it's not, it's not, people just got to like understand that like this team isn't just like a fluke. Like it's not a fluke that they're winning these games yeah. against the Cavs. They're, it's like not, the, they're like the Spurs. Like the Spurs when they were good. Yeah. It's like, I feel like Nikola Jokic just kind of reminds me. He's, he's like a Tim, Tim Duncan type. Yeah. He's like a Tim Duncan type, like someone who's just all around good big man. But yeah. they don't get any credit because they're not like, A, they don't have anybody huge. I mean, it's they don't funny. have a they don't have a like a superstar in the term like in fame I would say like fame worthy. in fame that's exactly it so they don't have that one big player that big name that draws right. in crowds um, but quietly I think they are if not the best team in the NBA the second best team to the Celtics <laughs> um, or maybe the Bucks it's those three I think who are going to end up in the finals and. Uh, the Cavs just got outclassed. Jokic had another triple double. He's averaging a triple double this season. Of course, um, he's going to win a third MVP. Uh, you think? I I believe so. That's yeah. Crazy. How many MVPs did Tim Duncan win? That's a good question. I think three. Yeah. Um, he's on he's on a Tim Duncan course. He's better than not better than Tim Duncan in terms of rings because Tim Duncan has five. I it's think five rings, maybe four. Did the Spurs um, win that much? They did in the nineties and early two thousands. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then in twenty fourteen okay. again. Um, well, here's a question: Tim Duncan mm-hmm. or Nikola Jokic? Right now, Tim Duncan. Right. But Nikola Jokic, like, does he even have a shot to be like comparatively taken over him? Yeah. If he wins, so. If Nikola Jokic, and we're going on hypotheticals here, but we'll go all in, <laughs> in on this. this in this this is, a really, this is a really good question. You know, like where is Jokic going to end up all time? Because mm-hmm. people are always talking Giannis this, Giannis that. And <laughs> Giannis this. He already has Giannis a ring. That. Shut up. He already has a ring. So that's one less thing Giannis has to prove. Giannis he, has a ring? Yeah, he won. He beat the Suns. Oh, that's right. I years. forgot yeah. about that. So Giannis has a ring. That's one less thing he has to prove. Right. Um, he's already there. Right. And he's he had back-to-back MVPs as well. Right. He's playing at an insane level. Jokic does not have a ring. Right. Um, he has two MVPs. Back-to-back as well. Back-to-back as well. Hmm. He's about to win a third MVP. and He's foreign. He's foreign. <laughs> so is Giannis. But if he wins a third MVP, from my memory, the last person who did that was Larry Bird. Right. Um, obviously one of the greatest players of all time. Back-to-back-to-back MVPs. Yeah. And... Winning that, like, like winning back-to-back-to-back MVPs automatically puts you in, like, I would say the top at least 30. I would say top of 20. Of all time? Of all time. Oh. Um, and especially, like, it's not just, like, he won the MVPs because, like, by, like, a slim margin. Like, like he won them Nikola, handily. Nikola Jokic, like, people don't understand how good this man is at playing basketball. I still don't really understand. I'm going to be honest with we you. We haven't like, watched enough Nuggets games as a house. Uh, we should be um, Nuggets fans for this I'm year. I'm a Nuggets fan this year. But, like... I'm an everything I'm, fan. I'm a, I just love Jokic. And, like, I just think he's so criminally underrated. Yeah. Just because people don't understand how good this man is at, ba- at basketball. He's doing things that we've... 
legitimately never seen before from anyone oh, in, yeah? in the NBA. Like what? Averaging a triple-double as a center, like, alone, is legitimately, like, unheard of. There's not a single player before Nikola Jokic who could have ever done that. Yeah, but what? Put him on, like... What happens if you, like, put him on the Lakers or something like that? What if he's surrounded by other people who have big star-studded names, you know? I don't think that changes anything. I'm just... I, I think because it's... Nikola Jokic... Because here's the thing, right? Nikola Jokic... He's not like Joel Embiid where he requires like a large scoring volume to be good. Right. That's what I guess that's what I was kind of getting at. It's right. like is is it just a product of him being on the Denver Nuggets and no, the Denver Nuggets have not had that's anybody. That's the thing. Like... That's the thing with with Jokic, okay? Last year he won an MVP mostly without Jamal Murray who would was the second best player on okay. his team. Um and Michael Porter who was the third best player for this season and he wasn't there either. Um they made the playoffs with him. Um and lost to the Warriors, who became the eventual champions. But they made they made it to the playoffs only because Jokic existed. And this year, while Jokic has help, they're forty eight and eighteen, I think. Forty two and eighteen. Wow. I'm looking I'm looking up the the lineup right now. Or the roster. They have a really good roster. They have a really good roster this year. That's another reason they're so good. But people need to understand that Nikola Jokic is the definition of mm-hmm. a unicorn. He like no one has ever existed in the NBA that can do what Nikola Jokic does. Yeah. Just look up like Jokic passing highlights. He's doing things that you know like early on like maybe oh a God. year or two ago like people were like he's the best passing like big man of all time. But it's to the point now where he's not the best passing big man of all time. He's one of the best passers full stop of all time mm. and it's just a footnote that he is playing the center position right. which historically is not the one who runs the team like he isn't the playmaker but Nikola Jokic does everything like he for is his team. The, he is the big man he Nikola Jokic is everything to the nuggets without Nikola Jokic they're a good team but not a great team right and that's because okay. they have a good roster you think so even yeah. with, like, does he ever get hurt? Like, if Nikola Jokic is—that's just another like, thing. He's consistent. Like, he—he he is barely injured, and that's doesn't partly get, doesn't get hurt. And that's partly because of his play style. Like, he plays slow and methodical, and well, yeah, he doesn't really like bang it out in the post and like try and like dunk on people. No, he, he just—he doesn't have to because he just he like barely, has this positioning. He, has, yeah. he does his little hook shot. He he works people down in the post. Does a little hook shot. Mm-hmm. Does a little layup. Just jump high, lay shoot it some up. threes, and yeah. he's he's a good three point shooter too. That's another thing. That's like, funny. I want to see him shoot a three point. <laughs> he's got a weird shot. jump shot, but he's he shoots from like back here, like behind his head. Yeah, he's got the big man shot. But Nikola Jokic is a above average three point shooter, <laughs> and he's a like okay. He's, like he's good at shooting three points. Let, so let like, me just make this clear: there's not <laughs> a single thing in basketball that Nikola Jokic like. Uh, that's not true. Yeah. There isn't a. Do you think he could coach a team? Huh? No, I'm no. But <laughs> be careful. The things right. that he's he's good at are so completely outstanding. Like he even if he was just a center and didn't have his playmaking, he'd be like a top 10 center in the NBA. Um just cuz he's scoring 25 points, he gets 10 rebounds a game, you know, he gets like a block here and there. Like <laughs> he would be like a top 10 center in the NBA. But right. if he was just doing the bare minimum, but he, would he be gets a- 10 
assists per game, more than 10 assists per game. He's right. averaging that many assists. Meaning that he not only is being a big man, but he's also going he's, above and beyond. He's and the creating, facilitator for the team. He's creating space, using himself effectively. Now, here's a question. Do you think if everybody played like Nikola Jokic, they would be able to facilitate such such no. play? You know, no. like. I guess my question is, what makes him so special? Like, I understand that the stats mean a lot, but like, right. you know me, I'm all about the, I'm all about the eye test, I'm all about the watching. So, right. I well, want to know: is it just like, it's the way he, it's the way he breaks down the game? It's almost like a mental thing, I would say, it's similar to the way LeBron James is great. Where LeBron James, he's, not, LeBron James isn't historically great just because of his physical traits. He's historically great also because of the way he thinks about the game and the way he can like cut apart defenses because of like the way he sees them and that's in a similar way Nikola Jokic is great because he not for him to okay let me put it this way in making a pass in the NBA you're making a pass in tight windows right and there's like there's easy passes where someone is wide open on a cut you know most players could hit those then there's the passes that are tough you know like a lot of like point guards could hit, right? And then there's the passes that you have to be like quarterback accurate. <laughs> and not only do you have to be quarterback accurate at throwing at different angles, like Patrick Mahomes. Like if I had to compare Jokic mm, now we're talking. to a NFL player. He's Patrick Mahomes. He's Patrick Mahomes. What? No. In the way in the way that Patrick Mahomes manipulates the football when he's throwing, oh, Jokic okay. does the same thing when but with he's passing defense, with defenses. With defenses in the NBA, right? Um, and at a big man level, like he he's doing it as a big man. But you have to not only do you have to understand the game, like and be able to make these passes, you have to know that that pass is even there. <laughs> he's he's throwing passes where he can't see who he's throwing it to. He'll throw a behind-the-back pass to someone cutting to the basket. Yeah, just because he knows. Just because he knows he's there. He knows he's there, and he's dead on. He's like, hmm. He doesn't miss them. Yeah. It's it's like like watching him is like watching like like something you've like never... It's like so strange because nobody plays basketball like him. Yeah. Nobody ever? Nobody never ever? No, not on his level, no. Yeah. So he's a unicorn then. Yeah, and I think he will go down as one of the greatest players of all time. Um, We're just going to have to see that. Because it's, it's a different form of basketball. It's just completely different. Hmm. You know who I like? Who? Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday is another very underrated player. He's funny. Who's the guy with the glasses on the, on the, uh, the Knicks? The Knicks? Yeah, the guy with like, the cool Oakleys because of an eye problem. Oh, um... I didn't think he's on the Knicks. He was on the Clippers. Reggie Jackson? Yeah, yeah, Reggie Jackson. Oh, right, right. He no. was on the Clippers. I now think he's he, on the Knicks. No, he's on the Nuggets, I think. No, nah, Reggie Jackson's on the Knicks. He's Look so cool. I think he's on the Nuggets. Uh, see, being being new to basketball, I just get to learn so much, and I get to root for every team. I feel like do I Do yourself a favor and look up Nikola Jokic highlights when you get home. I will. I actually will. Because Ole, our roommate, won't like them because like, that's not what he's into. But he's into the Steph Curry's. He's into the Steph Curry's. He's into the highlight dunks, right? Like, yeah. And Nikola Jokic isn't going to give you those. Yeah. You want the mechanics. You want the good me- mechanics, the dissection. You're going to see like like passes that like don't look like. It's like it's like throwing to a receiver that's like covered by 
two safeties and a cornerback. Like that's the equivalent of what like Jokic is doing. He's like and getting it to them, like, like putting dropping it, it right in the basket, putting of... it right where only the receiver can catch it. Interesting. And, I want to see this now. Yeah. And giving them space to run after they catch it. Yeah, like that's the equivalent of what Jokic. He's throwing into double coverage. Right to Tyreek Hill. To Aaron Gordon. <laughs> to Aaron Gordon. Another funny thing uh, that's like a direct product of Jokic's dominance is that Aaron Gordon, who is like one of the better players on the Nuggets, he's the power forward, the starting power forward for the Nuggets. Um, I think near 40% of his shots, of his field goal attempts, like every single shot, 40% of them are dunks because that's those. That's another thing about Jokic, right? <laughs> A lot of a lot of assists in the NBA. A lot of the assists that you see guys get are driving into the paint, kick it out to a guy, he shoots a three, and he makes it. That counts as an assist. Most of Jokic's assists aren't that. They're him throwing it to a cutter in the paint, which is much harder to do, like incredibly hard to do. And that's Aaron Gordon. He's the cutter <laughs> to the paint, and that's why forty percent of his shot attempts are dunks. Mm. Because he just has a wide open lane. Not even, but he's a very good dunker. He was in the dunk contest against Zach Levine. No way. Yeah, that's like one of the famous dunk contests. Yeah, before um, they before they both got good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Before yeah. Before, before they both didn't have to do it to make their career earnings. Yeah. So but oh, okay. Aaron that's Gordon so Aaron Gordon's a great dunker. He's really good right next to the basket. Mm-hmm. And it's perfect for Jokic, because Jokic if Jokic can hit him in a tiny window. He'll jump up and he'll slam it down. Yeah. You know what was funny to me? What during the during the All Star game? Speaking of like we were talking about the dunk contest, yeah. the All Star game, they were playing for charities, right? Yeah. And the the, the winner charity got five hundred thousand dollars, and then the loser charity got half of that. Yeah, that was kind of fucked up. That was kind of fucked up, honestly. Like I was like half expecting like Jason Tim to be like, you know what? I'll cover it. You know, I'll make it five hundred thousand dollars even. I feel like. I feel like the NBA probably covers it. No, hundred percent. But like, why even introduce that as like a concept to begin with? It's just like bad optics. Like it's just like a like like children with leukemia. Like we're like, please score the ball. (laughs) Please, I need like five hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, and they're like, well, the five hundred thousand dollars is going to help feed the homeless, and then the two hundred fifty thousand dollars is just gonna help a little bit. Like, yeah, no, these it's still a lot of money. (laughs) But. He's like, well, a couple kids are gonna it's die. It's just, now. it's just kind of like a strange like idea to like introduce. I would see. I I've been doing internships, right? Yeah. And I've been trying to, I've been trying to get into the the sports teams, and I want to I want to help apply to that, and I just want to know what the what the some of the people are thinking. Yeah, and I want to see they their make decisions. decisions like that. Like who are in who is in charge of like the All Star <laughs> game? Because it was like so incredibly corny. Like it was. Who I are they? It's like oh my gosh. It's that's like one thing I would a hundred percent change about like just any major league sports team is just absolutely revamping any of their like marketing. I think some I think generally teams have better marketing than the leagues. Like a league leagues generally have horrible marketing right. and like everyone hates the league but loves the teams. Does that make sense? Like like yeah, I, I, I hate the NFL, but I love the Seahawks. Yeah, that's true. It's because the okay, NFL is corrupt and fucking awful as an organization. It's run by Caesar's and, Palace, and they don't and they don't care about their players. Like, would you say the same for the NBA? The NBA is a lot more progressive than the NFL. Yeah, I like Adam Silver. He seems like a really cool GM. He does, and I think that he's like, um, I think he's been good for the NBA, and he's made great like financial decisions. Yeah, for the NBA, and like 
the NBA has definitely prospered under his guidance, and I only wish that he would bring the fucking Supersonics <laughs> back because he, he, he won't ever fucking say anything about it. He's always like, Adam, mm, yeah, you know, no, we're considering. It's, it, it's something that will happen, but he doesn't. He never says when it's going to happen. It probably will happen. And then every time, God damn it, Adam. <laughs> Come on, Adam. Adam, I need this. <laughs> Adam, please. I'm like, yeah, you know what? $500,000 to the children of Seattle. <laughs> and I think they they even had a game in, in Seattle, Seattle. In, the pre, in the preseason. Ouch. In the preseason, the Clippers and the Blazers, I think, played in Seattle. The Blazers. They played in Seattle. Yeah. It's funny. How does it feel that Portland has a team? You know, Portland, Portland, does it. Portland needs something. Portland so, definitely needs something. People of Portland need something to yeah. root for. So just like, just like Connecticut. I'm happy that they have a team. Yeah, the Connecticut, Connecticut Suns. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's just exactly. the Connecticut Sun. Not Connecticut Pl- Sun. Plural. Because the Suns are already a thing, so they would get sued. Yeah. It's <laughs> no, the Connecticut no. Sun. It wasn't It wasn't even that. It, remember, Soph was telling us, we did a little, we were talking about this. We were at the library. No, it's based on the Native American. Because it's owned by Native Americans. The Connecticut Sun is completely owned by the Mahegan or Mahagan. I might be butchering that name. Dude, I don't know the pronunciation. How could you fucking say that? But so they're, insensitive. They're the, the Mahegan uh, tribe uh, own yeah, it's like they're, the they, Connecticut Sun and it's like based on a... Um, like a symbol yeah. for for the for the tribe. Well, it's it's more so going on branding with their huge casino. Yeah, that's part of it. They own a huge casino. The Mohegan Sun in um, Connecticut as well. I've never yeah. been to Connecticut. I've never stepped foot in. And Connecticut. they and the the Sun play in that casino too. Yeah, they do. I feel like that's really. I feel like so that, that that's, that's a, a racket. Way, that's a good way to run a business right there. No, definitely. How to run a WNBA team? Like definitely. Chicago Sky play WNBA you. gambling. Yeah, those <laughs> are the two things that need to be together. I had a I had a sweet fucking Sue Bird parlay <laughs> ready to ready to hit. Oh, dude, don't get me started on Sue I Bird. I got fifty thousand riding on the Connecticut Sun beating the like Los- Seattle Storm or like the the pride the basketball pride of Seattle. We love we love the Seattle Storm. I love the Chicago Sky. Except I would never ever see a game not because I don't support them because they not are a Chicago fan. They're well. I mean, if Michigan had a WNBA team, I, I would support them. Yeah, just Michigan. I mean, they could be they could be the Grand Rapids, some. Yeah. The Flint Tropics. I don't know. <laughs> the Flint Tropics. Who knows? But like, yeah. the, I feel like women's basketball is just so. It, it's. I feel like they purposely make it so inconvenient and just not very accessible for like wider markets because it's like. The NBA, their whole marketing scheme is just like make it accessible for everybody. But like, I still feel like in my head, the WNBA shtick is just like it's for women. You know, it's yeah. like go. We're marketing this towards women, and like I noticed a I noticed a recent shift, especially in the last couple two or three years, that they are really pushing to bigger markets, especially expanding in Las Vegas, which is great. Mm-hmm. And I think it's it's working out well. They have the only Vegas basketball team right. as of as of now, and I'm sure I think it's doing really well. It's like, interesting because. Vegas and uh, Seattle are the two likely expansion places right. for the NBA, and they both already have, have WNBA, WNBA teams. successful WNBA teams. Because two of the most successful WNBA teams. Because the Storm teams. and the oh, shoot, what is it? The Aces. The Aces. Thank you. The Storm and the Aces are two of the best teams in the league right now. And it, the Aces just won the the championship. They passed. Oh year. yeah, that's right. They, they won, beat yeah. the Storm, right? No, they beat because uh, they're in the same. Uh, they're both in the Western yeah. Conference, so. The Storm lost to the Aces to go to the finals. Okay, I got you. Um, you, you, you. And then the Aces won in the finals. Yeah. Meanwhile, in Chicago, the Chicago Sky are 
awful. Well, they're awful, and they're also like playing in probably Rosemont or something like that. I don't even think they play at the United Center. They probably play in like the middle of nowhere. It's not marketed whatsoever. See it's the Storm. They play in the the new, um, what used to be Key Arena. They play. It's I think it's uh, Climate Pledge Arena. <laughs> Climate they, Pledge. The Storm play in Climate Pledge Arena. Um, which is a really nice arena. Really, it's like Good. it is. It is the. It's where the Kraken play too. Oh, it's where, okay, okay, okay. It's where the Sonics would play. It's where they used to play. Mm-hmm. Um, it, when it was Key Arena. And where is it located? Like downtown. Yeah, Seattle. it's in the middle of the fucking city. It's where, so it's people where are concerts like, happen. Yeah, it's like oh sweet, here's the hub of all fucking commerce in yeah. the city of Seattle. Let's put our women's basketball team there, so because we want them to be successful. Like yeah, that and makes sense. I think the Storm are definitely one of the most successful WNBA teams. Yeah, because they have great fans. You know, they, they have, have Sue Bird. You know, they have a good colors. They, they win a lot too. Yeah. That helps. Mm-hmm. That helps get interest in them. Um, and it's a basketball city, <laughs> Seattle. They're, they're itching. They are itching. They're um, itching. Yeah, that's another thing. It's like I don't want the WNBA to be like a substitute or anything like that, which is yeah, just... Yeah, well, I th- I think if you look at the equivalent in Europe, I'm pretty sure from what I understand, like the way that um, female basketball players are treated in Europe is a little bit better than in the U.S. <laughs> wow. Um and I don't know, like, if it's just the way it's monetized in the U.S. and, yeah. like, the hyper, like, monetization of, like, this just the every, sport. Just everything. Just yeah. everything. Like, um, but, yeah, like, in and it's the same with, like, the Euro League. Like, the attitude around basketball is very different in, yeah. in Europe. And that's that's another reason, back to Jokic, that's another reason why Jokic is, <laughs> back to Jokic. is so interesting because his style of basketball doesn't, like translate very well to the u.s like in terms of um not in terms of how good it is and how much it makes the team win but in how much it brings crowds and how much it makes money yeah that's true it doesn't that's a good point actually even though even though he is the best player playing in the nba right now he is the most valuable player he is the best player even Mm. though all of that i don't think anyone would be able to pick his face out of a crowd like the average person would not be able to pick his face well he is seven foot tall well okay fine if they're all on stills (laughs) and they're all seven feet tall yeah they could probably pick they probably wouldn't be able to pick his face but but what i'm saying is like his game doesn't translate to like people like wanting to like fill an arena no it's boring it's boring unless you like (laughs) unless you love basketball unless you're finn unless it's not it's not for like entry level like basketball (laughs) like like fans like it's a it's like if you love basketball i think that's that's kind of the beautiful thing about it it's just like he just is gonna do whatever the fuck he wants and he's gonna score and and that's what tim duncan did exactly and tim duncan was a foreigner as well he played in uh oh shit he's from puerto rico no, he's from uh, he's from like uh, the Virgin Islands, I think. I'm pretty sure he's from Puerto Rico. No, he's not from Puerto Rico. I'm pre- it w- it's a U.S. territory. So is the Virgin Islands. It is. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> look it up. Where was Tim Duncan um, born? I love when we look stuff up on the show. Yeah. Oh, he was in the Virgin Islands. Yeah. Fucking get fucked. Uh, <laughs> Fuck you. They play, they play a different ball in the Virgin Islands. Another another <laughs> player who very similar to Jokic in Dirk it for Nowinski. a different no oh. Dirk Dirk brought in crowds because he was a shooter no, he true. was a bucket but another another player who is similar to <laughs> Jokic in terms of just like who they are as a player is Kareem Kareem um, who's definitely before our time 
Uh, was he a foreigner? No, Kareem. Oh. Kareem is from uh, the United States, but Kareem, uh, his game and like it just and like the way he played, he was dominant for like twenty years, like twenty. That's and that's why his points record is only passed now, because he was dominant. He was like a complete dominant force in the NBA for like twenty years, um, but he was never like the most exciting player to watch. Not a single one of those years. I like the hook shot. The hook shot is great and it's consistent, <laughs> but, every, but every it's game. not exciting. No, it's not an exciting shot. You oh. know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, what's he gonna do here? It's right? a high percentage, like easy shot. It's not like That's a true. dunk where it's like very exciting. You know, the hook shot is just like consistent and reliable yeah, and no, kind right. of boring. And boring in a good way for him because it worked yeah and that's why the points record is only broken just now yeah 25 years into lebron's and, career and kareem almost like bankrupted the nba because he was so boring <laughs> and the only reason the nba is around today is because magic johnson and larry bird revived and revived it basically monetarily and brought like yeah. a new wave of support that's and like exciting. this rivalry made it more exciting um but Kareem dominated the NBA before that, <laughs> and he was boring. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of people don't even know who Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is right now. Yeah. But I everyone mean, knows Larry Bird. Everyone knows Larry Bird. Everyone knows Magic Johnson. Everyone knows Michael Michael Jordan, Charles LeBron. Bar- Charles Barkley, But Shaq. Kareem is the third best player of all time. That's true. And a lot of people don't know who he is. Um, um, Sadiq Bey? Sadiq Bey. <laughs> Sadiq Bey? <laughs> Did Kareem ever drop 50? <laughs> 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 you should see the look that just gave him. <laughs> oh, I don't know. God, that's so funny. Oh man, we should get new sound effects or something. Yeah. Sadiq Bay should be our unofficial mascot for this season. Oh, should we play sound effect? Let's yeah, see. I'm gonna play it. <laughs> <laughs> Sadiq Bay, <laughs> bruh. <laughs> Sadiq Bay. <laughs> no, don't do the air horn. That's like six seconds. Nikola Jokic is the greatest player of all time. <laughs> We'll end the episode there. <laughs> oh, we have two more minutes. Can I get one more Sadiq Bay? Sadiq Bay. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, Sadiq. That's good. That's a, that's the Sadiq Bay sound effect. That's, this is a Sadiq Bay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is a bona fide Sadiq Bay moment. That's, oh that's the sound of his jump shot going off the rim. <laughs> Donk. Uh, <laughs> Sadiq Bay from three. Oh my god. We have one minute. Um, <gasps> and Jeez. I said we'd go into the argument I had with my roommate over who's better, Jordan Poole or Desmond Bain. Uh, but you can look it up for yourself. It's, it's Jordan Poole. It's Desmond Bain. It's Jordan Poole. The stats don't lie. He's better in pretty much every single way. Um, he takes uh, more threes but makes more of them than Jordan Poole. He gets more rebounds. He gets more steals. He gets – Wait, Desmond Bain takes more threes than Jordan Poole? Uh, actually, no. Desmond Bain takes less threes, less threes but, but makes more. 42%. Jordan Poole only makes 36% okay. of his threes. Uh, but Desmond Bain takes more field goals. He takes more shots in general. Okay. And he makes more of those than Jordan Poole as well. And Desmond Bain is a plus on defense. Like He actually plays defense. He gets rebounds. He's not a net negative on defense. Jordan Poole plays no defense and is actually a liability. Uh, and that's all I'm going to go over. You can look it up yourself. Jordan Poole is not as good as Desmond Bain. Do the facts, ladies and gentlemen. And that's going to be it for this week, ladies and gentlemen.
Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of Good Bad More. Good Bad More. Yeah, thanks for tuning in, everybody. So Hopefully, just went on a little ramble, a uh, little talk show action. A whole ten minute talk about Nicole Jokic. Jokic. That's how excited it's worth we it. get. Do yourself a, a goddamn favor and look up some Nikola Jokic highlights. Yeah, we'll and we'll paste that. You might fall like. asleep, but it'll be a really good sleep. Yeah, boring basketball wins ball games. It does. Oh, anywho, if you're listening to this on Spotify, thank you so much for tuning in. And I'm sorry for not uploading the last episode. It's my bad. We'll upload both. We'll upload both at the same time. I got plenty of time. Let me tell you, I am so tired. And that's why our this episode has been sponsored by Sleep Number. <laughs> <laughs>